welcome to Girlfriends Pray Podcast. We are a prayer ministry for women, and our mission is to draw women closer to God through prayer. To learn more about Girlfriends Pray, go to our website, www.girlfriendspray.org. Follow us on all social media platforms at Girlfriends Pray. And join us for prayer every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 267-807-9601. Access code 943334-POUND. We invite you to connect, support, or become a partner of Girlfriends Pray. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. God bless you. Praise the Lord and good morning. It's always an honor and privilege to be able to be able to share on the Girlfriends Pray platform and we just thank God for this moment. We thank God for this opportunity. I want to look at two scriptures, Mark 1 and 35, Mark 1 and 35, as well as Matthew 14 and 13. Mark 1 and 35 says, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Matthew 14 and 13 says, when Jesus heard that John the Baptist had been beheaded, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Matthew 14 and 13. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a question for you today. Why did Jesus oftentimes withdraw alone to solitary places? Why did Jesus oftentimes withdraw alone to solitary places? Let me rephrase the question. Why did Jesus purposefully posture himself in a position of solitude? Let's talk briefly this morning. Yeah, I was taken by surprise, taken by surprise this past Sunday when the NFL, the National Football League, announced that one of its players, a gentleman who played for the Atlanta Falcons by the name of Calvin Ridley, was stepping away from the game of football. He's stepping away from the game of football. He said he needs to walk away. He needs to step down uh, for his own mental health. said there were some mental health issues he was dealing with, some things he was wrestling with, some things that that happened in his life. And because of that, he needed to step away from the game of football. Y'all, this is a common occurrence in the sports arena. Just earlier this year for the Philadelphia Eagles, another football team in the National Football League, a gentleman by the name of Johnny Lane, said he needed to step away from football because he's dealing with anxiety. He's dealing with depression. He's having a difficult time, so he needed to step away. Rewind the clock three years ago. Andrew Luck, who played for the Indianapolis Colts, where I'm from, the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, said he needs to retire from the game of football for his own mental and emotional health say that oftentimes he would find himself in dark places and dark spaces, and in order for him to maintain his sanity, that he needs to step away. 
Now, this is happening across the board. I think about this past summer when you had Simone Biles, the most decorated Olympic gymnast, who stepped away from the Olympics for her mental health. Think about Shakiri Richardson, also in the Olympics, who was dealing with a number of different issues and developed some coping mechanisms to help her navigate through that. And even Naomi Osaka, the, the great tennis player, who stepped away from some tournaments this summer for the sake of her own mental health. Now, yeah, I, I begin to ask the question, why would these athletes who are making millions of dollars, who have this great platform and this wonderful opportunity, why are they stepping away from the sports? Why are they stepping away from the opportunity and the possibility to make billions of dollars? Why are they walking away from the thing that they love to do? Here it is. It's simple. They're doing it for the sake of their own mental health. They're doing it for the sake of their own emotional health because this is what you got to understand, that anything that costs your mental and emotional health is far too expensive and you can't afford it. I'll say it again. Anything that costs you your own mental and emotional health is far too expensive and you cannot afford it. <clears throat> I'm going to say it one more time. If it costs you your mental and emotional health, it's far too expensive. Maybe it's not an if. Maybe it's a day. If they cost you your own mental and emotional health, they are far too expensive and you cannot afford it. I made a post yesterday talking about mental toughness versus mental wellness that in one aspect we are always taught to be mentally tough. We're taught to grind. We're taught to fight. We're taught to persevere. We're taught to go get it. We're taught to go above and beyond. We're taught to burn the midnight oil. We're taught to come in early and stay late. We're taught to do whatever it takes to make it happen. That's mental toughness. But, y'all, mental toughness oftentimes comes up against our mental health. The question becomes, at what expense? And this is what I say. <laughs> grind. I want you to grind. I want you to go get it. I want you to make it happen. I want you to make it do what it do. Grind. Here it is, but not at the expense of your mind. Come on. I, go ahead, Grind. You need to grind, but not at the expense of your mind. That these individuals understood that money ain't worth my mind that this platform is not worth my peace, that what i got to go through, what I'm dealing with is not more important than my mental and my emotional health. So I come to these scriptures and I begin to see that in Mark, Jesus got up, he went to a solitary place, and he began to pray. Yep, this was after one of the most taxing days of his life, that in the scriptures that preceded, Jesus is preaching, he's teaching, He's healing the whole town. Virtue is leaving out his body that he has poured out, that he is completely empty. <clears throat> and on a day where Jesus could afford to sleep in, the Bible says he gets up, he goes off to a solitary place, and he prays. In Matthew 14 and 13, the Bible says that his cousin 
had just been beheaded, that John the Baptist was beheaded, and what did Jesus do? That he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. That this is Jesus Christ himself. He said, they done killed my cousin, y'all. I'm about to get on this boat. I'm about to get in this water, and I need, I need, I need a timeout. I need to pause for the cause. I'm going to get in this boat. I'm going to jump on this water because I'm trying to process and digest what just happened to my cousin. Y'all understand this, that if Jesus could practice the power of withdrawing, we need to understand how essential it is for us to withdraw. Let me help you. Why did Jesus withdraw? It's how he dealt with troubling emotions like grief. Why did Jesus withdraw? It's how he dealt with the constant demands of ministry and cared for his soul. Why did Jesus withdraw? It's how he prepared for important ministry events that Jesus took the time to withdraw. The scripture says he withdrew to pray. Now, now, now get this. Oftentimes we get these two confused. We talk about self-care and soul care, and we use them interchangeably. Both of them are essential. That self-care, that's when you go play, right? Self-care is when I'm doing something for myself. I'm hanging out. I'm reading a book. I'm about to go on vacation. I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting my hair done. I'm getting everything did. I'm going to a movie. Self-care is when you do something for yourself, and that is absolutely positively essential for you and your mental and emotional health. Soul care is when you do something to connect with God, when you do something to replenish what's been depleted within you, when you do something for your spiritual man. Come on. And, y'all, understand the importance of both, that we have to get into the posture of not only practicing self-care, but we got to get into the posture of practicing soul care. When Jesus went to a solitary place and he began to pray, that was soul care. Come on. That he was doing something for his soul. And this is, your, this is your CTA. This is your call to action, and we're about to pray. Yeah, I want you to come away with one scripture, with one word in these scriptures. Here it is. That word is withdrew. Jesus withdrew. All of the athletes that I mentioned before, Calvin Ridley and John Lane and Andrew Luck, and, 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 and uh, Shakari Richardson and Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles. You know what all of them did? When it got too hot in the kitchen, they withdrew. Because they understood, uh-uh, this is costing me my mental and emotional health. It costs too much. It's too expensive. And although I have money in the physical, in the mental and emotional, I can't afford this. So they withdrew. And this is what I need you to focus on. I need you to practice the power of withdrawing. Here it is. What does that look like, Pastor Duncan? <clears throat> we got to pray. You might have to withdraw five minutes at work. You, you, you might have to withdraw five minutes. You might have to get up and go to the restroom and pray, get up, go outside and breathe. You, you, you just may need five minutes at work where you need to withdraw. You may need an extra 15 minutes. Come on. 15-minute break, 15, 30 minutes. Bob, can I take an extra 30 on my lunch break? I, I just need this time for the sake of my mental and emotional 
Hell, come on. You might have to take a half day from work. That you, you may have to pause for the calls and say, hey, I need to withdraw, and either I'm coming in late or I need to leave early, but I got to do this for the sake of my own mental and emotional health. You may need to take the day off of work. Let's say, I know I got a lot going on. Come on. But I got to choose myself before I lose myself, and I need to pause for the calls and take this day for the sake of my for soul care or self-care. I need to do something for myself. Come on. You may need a few days. You may need a while. I don't, I don't know. You, you may need to take a vacation. We're coming to the end of the year. Some of those days are not going to roll over. You may need to take you some time to pause for the cause and withdraw. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what that looks like. It may be you getting up an hour early to spend time with God. It may be at night instead of uh, surfing, TV surfing, that it, it may be you need to withdraw after you put the kids to bed and spend some time for yourself or with God. I, I, don't, I don't know what that looks like. I'm just giving you suggestions. The bottom line is you need to practice the power of withdrawing. Don't forget, y'all, anything that costs your mental health, your emotional health, is far too expensive, and you cannot afford it. And, y'all, I'm not just talking about withdrawing to solitary places, but I'm talking about withdrawing from toxic people, that if the relationship, if the friendship, if it costs you your mental and emotional health, you have to withdraw. Yeah, look, you may need to change jobs. You may need to change your geographical location. Come on. Yeah, look, everybody understands this. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped turn upside down, and i like to take a minute, just sit right there. i tell you, I became a prince of a town called Bel Air. Pastor Duncan, that's random. No, it's not random. Fresh Prince's mother understood that if he's going to be all that he can be, I need to get him out of Philly. I need to change his geographical location. He needs to withdraw out of here and go to a different place because it's going to cost him his mental, his, it's going to cost him his life. Come on, somebody. You've got to understand the power and the importance of withdrawing. Let me ask you this, and we're going to pray. What do you need to withdraw from? Who do you need to withdraw from? Do you need self-care in this season? Do you need soul care in this season? What is it that you need to do? What's costing you your mental health? What's costing you your emotional health? What's giving you anxiety? What's causing you to be depressed? I'm just trying to probe you with some questions and understanding the power of your mental and your emotional health. If Jesus understood the importance of withdrawing, my brothers and sisters, we too must understand the importance of withdrawing for the sake of our own mental and emotional health. Father God, we thank you so much. We love you. We honor you. We magnify you. We glorify you because there is none like you in all the earth. Lord, we have searched all over, but we couldn't find anybody 
we've tried this, we've tried that. We've gotten high off of this. We have chased the thrill of that. And, Father God, there's nothing or nobody that is greater than you. We bow before your presence this morning. We just say thank you for being our God. Thank you for being our all in all and our everything. We are grateful and thankful for this wonderful opportunity to come before your presence. Lord, we are grateful for the gift of another day. Father God, we come to you sincerely asking you to forgive us for the sins we've committed, the things we've done, said, and thought, flaws and faults that we have done. Father God, we have not dotted our I's and crossed our T's. We have not tackled every task accordingly. We have not kept every commandment. But we thank you, Father God, that you said in your word that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thank you for the power of forgiveness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for being patient with us. Father God, I just pray that you can begin to search our hearts, see what we stand in the need of, supply it all according to your riches and glory. Father God, continue to dwell with us, continue to walk with us, continue to lead us and guide us in the way that you desire for us to go. Father God, we thank you for the lesson on today, and Lord, I pray that you will help us to take our mental and emotional and our spiritual health seriously. Lord, I pray that you will help us to begin to identify the people and the places from which we need to withdraw. Father God, the same practice of your son, the same way he withdrew to solitary places. He went in solitude to communion with you. That he, he got away, Father God, before things got overwhelming. Lord, I pray that you will help us to practice withdrawing. Help us to practice solitude. Help us to understand that we don't have an S on our chest. We're not Superman. We're not Superwoman, that we can't do everything. We can do all things through you. So, Lord, I pray that you will help us to get replenished. Help us to get refocused. Help us, Father God, to turn to you in our time of need. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done. We are praise you for all that you're doing. We're excited about what you are about to do in the midst of our life. Have your way, Lord. We love you. We honor you. We thank you. It is in the mighty, the marvelous, the matchless, miracle-working, magnificent name, Jesus the Christ, we do pray. All the children of God said amen, amen, and amen. <laughs>